You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. Hello, I am Joanna Cleovulu. I'm a clinical psychologist and founder of Psych Matters Therapy and Wellness Centre based in beautiful Johannesburg, South Africa. Parents all around the world are asking how they can help themselves and their children to develop resilience in the face of the disruption brought to our lives by the coronavirus disease 2019 pandemic, also known as the COVID-19 pandemic. I've asked myself that question too. I'm married, have a five-year-old daughter, and Psych Matters Therapy and Wellness Centre is my own business. Like you, I'm attempting to navigate the new normal, doing my patient consultations online, from home, while co-managing the household. If you're also feeling the pressure, too, I want you to know that I see you and I feel you. You are not alone. We are used to routines that include dropping kids off at school, heading off to work, organizing extramurals, doing homework, supper, bath time, bedtime, and so on. Now, all that we are familiar with has been compromised and challenged, shaking our sense of stability. It's well known that the coronavirus disease 2019 poses a serious threat to our physical health, but there is also a real risk of a threat to our mental health. In the face of an ongoing stressful situation like this, what we may see present is a mixed bag of emotional responses, cognitive alterations, and the rise of behaviors that may not help us to cope. Traumatic and stressful life events such as the spread of the serious illness can overwhelm our coping mechanisms, leaving adults and children feeling out of control and helpless. And continual exposure to the trauma can leave us feeling depleted, exhausted, and acting out in ways that are self-destructive. For people who have a pre-existing mental health condition such as anxiety, depression, obsessive-compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, social anxiety or panic, the COVID-19 pandemic may have triggered and intensified the symptoms. Parents need to understand that there is an urgency to protect both your own mental health and that of your children. Children look to you, their parents, for cues on how to relate to their world. Your moods, behavior and verbal and nonverbal communication also directly affects how your child feels and acts. When parents are highly stressed, children feel stressed too. In turn, children's feelings, thoughts and behaviours impact on how parents respond to them, so it becomes a vicious cycle. If a child feels overwhelmed by a continual flow of sad or scary news that they don't understand, this leads to confusion about how the world as they know it has changed. This is especially troubling to young children who don't have the life experience or the vocab to tell the adults in their life what is hurting or what they are really thinking and feeling. That's why talking about emotions is essential for a child's mental health. Parents need to make an effort to be especially attuned to a child's state of mind at this time and to support them in a way that moderates your child's experience of stress. The notion of the COVID-19 and what the disease can do can scare children and if not dealt with, this fear could create emotional problems in a child for months or even years to come. Children experience traumatic stress differently, depending on their age and maturity level. When children are disruptive, rather than simply attributing their behavior to naughtiness, 
parents can consider how the children's reactions may be a way for them to cope with a stressor. This sort of mindset can lead to a more empathic interaction between parent and child and promote more constructive behavior. In older children, fear and their inability to cope with stress can lead to anxiety, depression, or self-destructive behaviors like self-harm, using drugs or alcohol, or tempting suicide. So how do parents explain global events like the COVID-19 pandemic in a way that will make a child feel safe and secure? Choose to talk about a disaster in a way that can lead to discussion about how to help others, also giving you an opportunity to role model compassion. Breathe in, change your mindset and your narrative and focus on the words you use. For example, you aren't stuck at home, you are safe at home. Make the conversation age appropriate. For example, children under the age of eight may have difficulty differentiating fantasy from reality and both can be frightening. Limit their exposure to news and events on TV, social media, or print media. Get legitimate information from reliable sources. Answer questions honestly, calmly, clearly, and keep your answers simple for your child to understand. Explain that many people have contracted the COVID-19, have recovered, and that you and your family are doing what you can to stop the spread. COVID-19 is complex for adults to understand, and scientists are still working to uncover more information about the virus. So it's harder for small children to grasp. So use animations and pictures from credible sources as a place to start. The World Health Organization recently released a children's storybook to help children and young people to cope with COVID-19. The book is titled, My Hero Is You, How Kids Can Fight COVID-19. With the help of a fantasy creature called Ario, the book explains how children can protect themselves and their families from the virus and how to manage difficult emotions. Next, when it comes to explaining preventative measures, Keep it simple with creative approaches like creating a jingle for hand washing. I have my five-year-old doing the flossing dance while singing, no touching please, elbow sneeze, wash your hands for goodness sake, so coronavirus can jump in the lake. As parents, we cannot completely cocoon our children from what is happening in the world, but we can create opportunities for open dialogue, sharing, reassurance, and nurturing resilience. So I want to share the so-called seven C's of building resilience in a child. One, focus on your child and your competencies or skills. Two, build their confidence by noticing and commenting on how well they are adjusting and how they are coping. Three, stay connected with your children by checking in with them and asking about their feelings and thoughts. Allow your children to reach out to text or video call friends they haven't physically spent time with so that they feel connected to their social circle. Connect to mental health resources to guide your family through surge of stress that everybody is feeling. Four, build character. Teach your child about having integrity and doing the right thing for her humanitarian cause. Show compassion to families with a member who has contracted the virus and explain to your children that stigmatizing others or discriminating is the wrong response. Give your children household chores and responsibilities and reward them for doing well, as this will make them feel like they belong and give them a sense of cooperation and independence. Five, 
Get your child to see the contribution you are making by staying at home to flatten the curve of COVID-19 or getting involved in charitable causes. Six, teach your child to cope by role modeling common, healthy lifestyle choices and behaviors during stressful times. Parents must work on their own wellness. Your kids will feel better when you feel better. Seven, focus your attention on what you can control as this will give your family a sense of agency. Let go of what is out of your control. Put routines in place that allow your family to feel a semblance of normality. Include daily routines, schedules, tasks, such as schoolwork and family game time and so on. This can connect your family in ways and alleviate feelings of helplessness and boredom. It's important that parents are able to identify the symptoms that children of different ages might show in response to feeling overwhelmed by the stress of any situation they are in. When there is an interruption in the natural flow of your child's life, your child may experience anxiety and fear. Parents need to be aware that there are fears that stem from within the child from fantasies and fears that are triggered from a real event like the COVID-19. Your family may not have the words to describe anxious feelings, including your child. A child who is dependent on adults for love, care and security, fears most losing their parents and being left alone. Given that a child finds it difficult to distinguish a real threat from a perceived one, they are more likely to be overwhelmed by fears that have no basis in reality. And children may respond to an imagined threat in the same way to a real one. Some children are predisposed to anxious feelings and irrational fearful thoughts. These children may become more anxious after being exposed to news about the pandemic. Even after the event has passed, the anxiety may persist. Most parents are capable of helping their child overcome basic fears. In cases of severe anxiety though, when the fear persists over an extended period of time or when it starts to interfere with your child's ability to cope and function, early professional intervention will result in better outcomes. When symptoms persist, which symptoms should you as a parent be on the lookout for to know when to refer to a child psychologist, an educational psychologist or clinical psychologist for play therapy or an assessment? For preschool children, it's when there is regression in developmental milestones or a slowdown in the mastery of new skills. It's also in the appearance of sleep disturbances or nightmares, a child regressing to thumb sucking, bedwetting or loss of bowel control. Preschool children may be clinging, crying, whining or screaming as feelings of abandonment may be triggered. They may be following a parent everywhere, refuse to let a parent go out for errands and refuse to be left alone being fearful of darkness or animals, develop a stutter or other speech problems, may also tremble or suddenly be unable to move, and also reenact parts of the devastation by having re-experiencing that in their play. Older children understand that life changes can be permanent. They may become preoccupied with the details of the disaster or exhibit fears that seem unrelated to it. Their stress can manifest as being withdrawn, expressing irrational fears, being irritable or having angry outbursts, being overly competitive with siblings, isolating themselves, refusing to apply themselves to online school homework, being disorientated or easily confused, exhibiting poor concentration and school performance, 
losing interest in activities, expressing physical complaints such as headaches, stomach aches or dizziness, being depressed, anxious and emotionally numb. They could even blame themselves and being guilty about how the crisis has affected their family, feeling bedtime anxiety with poor sleep, frequent waking and chronic worrying. Older children might even be having this pervasive sadness, especially when they perceive feelings of being abandoned or fearing losing both their parents or even their siblings to the COVID-19. They may be afraid of the world ending or watching their parents die with this catastrophizing thinking based on fears, not on facts. They may also become overactive or act irresponsibly to avoid thinking about stressful issues, disrespectful or being rude and hateful towards others. For teens, feelings of isolation, loneliness, separation anxiety increases with the loss of matric finals exams, for example, or the hopes of moving to university. Teenagers who tend to overachieve academically in sports or extramural activities may feel a loss of identity when these activities have been taken from them. Teenagers may also feel insecure if parents are not available to them because their parents are caught up in their own stress relating to finances, career or relationships. They may present with difficulty in concentrating, physical complaints like chronic headaches, backaches and stomach aches, where the emotions are triggering real physical pain. In conclusion, the impact of COVID-19 will eventually lessen, but untreated psychological damage can have lifelong effects. So it's really important that parents and teachers know when to intervene and talk to their children, as well as seeking additional support. Reach out for help. The COVID-19 pandemic has not limited your digital access to doctors, psychologists, social workers, to your loved ones, to your church and your community. Children and parents must actively deal with difficult emotions. Now to move past the stress of current situations we find ourselves in and finding the strength to cope with the challenges ahead. I want to remind us all that we grow and get stronger through challenges. Our generation of children could become mentally stronger and resilient because of the COVID-19. Courageous, resilient parenting will create courageous, resilient children. Stay safe. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.